It wasn't me. <laughs> and we are live. And we are live and Sis is fired up tonight. I love it. Uh, another edition K&K Show, Wednesday, March 3rd, 2020. Mr. Beelan, how are you tonight? Uh, it's good. March 2nd. Curtis. Oh, March 2nd. Sorry about that. March 2nd. Look at that. I'm a day ahead. Getting ahead of him, so. Eddie Murphy with the first comment tonight. Good evening, gentlemen. Hope all's well. MLB and MLBPA stink. I don't know if I'll watch when baseball eventually comes back. We'll get into that. I think a lot of people feel the way. So what else is going on, Mr. Beelan? No, I mean, listen, Eddie took the right out of my word, Adam, words out of my mouth. Very disappointed. Yep. Very disappointed. Yep. We'll get into it, but I think you're, I think you're, you're right on. Uh, Mr. Rosen, how are you? Good evening, gentlemen. And to echo those words, especially being down here in Florida with so many uh, teams that usually come down to spring training, and it's not even just the players. It's all the people that work in the stadiums and everything and, and, you know, who try and earn a little bit of money during this time of year. It's just very disappointing. And I'm sure we'll talk in a little bit about it. Um, our good friend Henry Zimanoff. What has 2022 brought us so far? Can we save the chaos until March Madness soon? Big March Madness show next Sunday, boys. Next Sunday. So if you guys are around, we'll do a bracket breakdown right after the bracket. Mr. Kirkpatrick, how are you? I'm doing well. Like Paul said, you know, it's it's selfish baseball, you know, especially these times when the country and the world is going through COVID and uh, you got these owners and, you know, players going back <laughs> and forth. Come on, let, let's, let's have a sport, you know. I'm going to follow the independent leagues this year, and you're going to be surprised how much I followed him. And uh, I think Beelan has to make the 10 sports commandments. We'll give him some, we'll get him two fake stones, and he'll have the 10 commandments of sports. <laughs> there you our, go. Own, our own That's Moses funny. in honor That's of Ash Wednesday. We'll do his 10 sports commandments. And last but certainly part not. the Red Sea. <laughs> and, and last but certainly not least, Mr. Our own coach, Mr. Coach Siciliano. What's going on? Not much. Very excited about the show tonight. And the audience, as you notice, he always saves me for the last. I do. And it's 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 very self-explanatory why I go last. Uh again, hello <laughs> from our really good friend Ricky Lit Winkowich saying, What's up, boys? What's up, Ricky? Ricky what's up, buddy? We know we know why uh we know why Cisco's last. That's when the dementia kicks in. Feeling <laughs> <laughs> with the I, I first bullet I, of the I night. Love, I love I love people that hide behind computers. I love people <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah, Henry's also You're saying, welcome. anyway, the women's side of college basketball has begun. Conference tournaments starts today. Colorado easily defeated Washington earlier today. They're on to the quarterfinal round. Uh, mm -hmm. I think there's a smaller, a couple of smaller uh, men conferences men started conferences, also. Yes. But the, uh, we'll the NEC by us, Kurt. Northeast yeah. Conference always is one of the first ones by us. Uh, it gets rolling. We'll see who gets in there. They usually get a 16 seed, but... <laughs> It, okay. it is local by us, so that's always something we keep an eye on. All right, Mr. Kirkpatrick, you got the agenda, so I'm not sure where you're well, going there's, tonight. There's, there's, last week went well. We just had like an open agenda type of show, round the horn type thing. We all had topics that we kind of know what each other's you know, ideas are, but we don't know exactly what we're going to bring up, so it keeps us on our toes as well. 
And in place of your quick hitters tonight, Kirk, because you have a couple topics later you want to talk about. Okay. We're going to go to Mr. Cicliano's quick hitters this evening. So you are up first, Mr. Cicliano. Hey, just give me one second. Thank you very much. Okay. We're going to... We're going to start with the Biggies tournament, and we'll start with the order of Mr. Valenti, Kenny, Paul, and then Mr. Beelan. What's your feelings on it? Um, you know what? Listen, I'm. I love the Biggies tournament. I've been watching. Like, I mean, listen, I watched. You know, in when St. John's probably '85. You know, I was young. I'm not young. I was probably 11. 10, but that's when I first started following it. It's made me a St. John's fan. I think it's the best tournament. It's just the history of the Big East tournament, the Garden, the Mecca. Um, I, I love watching it, you know, and uh, hopefully, you know, St. John's, I mean, they're playing now, but hopefully they can go on a run. Uh, but I think it's it's very, listen, I think Villanova and Providence, obviously, are the two favorites. UConn's up there, too. But, um, listen, I, I, I think it's wide open. I don't think there's any... You know, this it's going to be this team. I think there's a lot of teams that could win it, and I'm I'm pumped up for I'm, it. I'm a little I'm a little shocked you didn't mention my boys. Well, no, your boys are hot. Your boy, your boys are hot. I will give you credit. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't Thank put you. them with the top two, but uh, okay. can they can they win it? Absolutely, I absolutely think they could go on a run and win it. Yes. Does does your do your boys go in the NIT if they don't make the big? Show? Yeah, I think they will. No. I mean, I'll be honest. You know, okay. it's, it's been a disappointing year for St. John's. They were definitely like pre-ranked fourth in the conference. They finished fourth last year. Had a lot of people. They back. were hot. Yeah, they were hot in the beginning. You, you know what? Year. Just a lot of they're just not lucky with the injuries. I mean, their whole team hasn't played together, and they've blown so many like games less than four points. Oh yeah. But who knows? Yeah. I mean, they can go on a run. They're a very talented right. team. So let's we'll see. Okay, we'll go to Paul. Um. Sort of to echo what uh, Kurt just said. I think it's a pretty wide open uh, tournament. Um, even though Providence won, I'm not sure they're going to be that good enough to to win the tournament. Obviously, you got to like Villanova. They're always there. Um, I like your boys, Seton Hall. I think they have a very legitimate chance to to come out with the the tournament win. And thank you, thank you. I think it's going to be a, a, a exciting, close tournament. And, I, you know, I, I think just about every year someone surprises. So uh, that's for sure. Yep. I agree. Mm-hmm. Kenny. Uh, just like it's wide open, like Kurt Paul said. Uh, I'm going to take it even one step further. I think I'll Providence is going to get the experience they need in this tournament, the Big East tournament lose a heartbreaking game and then make a, a nice little run in the NCAA tournament because they got their little experience for the Big East tournament. But a couple teams to watch out for in this Big East tournament, Creighton and Xavier are two sleepers in this tournament. And this is going to be the conference, I think, like last year you had Georgetown get in. I think this again this year because the teams at the top are not way above the top over the middle range teams. And one of these mid-range teams, maybe even a Seton Hall, maybe a St. John's. But I'm going to go with Creighton or Xavier to win the tournament and, and get into the an at-large bid uh, with yeah. over okay. Villanova okay. and Providence and UConn. I think one of those teams. That's fair. That's fair. Beelan? 
Yeah, I mean, listen, piggyback on, on everybody, but um, I, I like it because it's, a, it's a, a nice preview for a lot of teams and for the tournament. And, um, you know, like Kenny said, and like, you know, he got a couple of sleepers. I mean, listen, I, I loved UConn all year. I still think UConn can win this Big East tournament, yep. you know. Um, but, it, yeah, it's, it's just a nice little preview for, you know, five or six teams that could be in the tournament in, you know, two weeks. So shooting back to very good. Thank you, John. Shooting back to Kirk. Um, what do you think's going on with these teams going down the stretch here? They're choking. For example, Purdue, Ohio State, Kansas. Are they doing this because they're already in the big dance? No, but I will tell you this, and I mentioned this to Jen, because you texted me maybe two weeks ago and you said home field means nothing. And you know what? You know what? On Saturday, Gonzaga went to St. Mary's. Bang. Lost. Auburn on the road. Bang. Lost. Um, Who else? Purdue on the road. Bang. Lost. All of them on the road. Lost. Listen, any road win, any road win, is it's so hard to win on the road. It really is. And... I mean, again, like, listen, Gonzaga plays St. Mary. If Gonzaga plays St. Mary's in this uh, Western Conference tournament on a neutral court, oh, load up because Gonzaga's payback plus 20. But in that little St. Mary's gym, it's a different animal. But getting back to getting back, I don't know if they're, they're, they're you know, resting or whatever. I just, I think it's a long season. I think it's a lot of parity. And uh, it's tough to win on the road. You're going to sit there and tell me you had Wisconsin over Purdue last night. No, no, no. I'm not saying I I had them, but I'm saying is it's very (laughs) hard. It's if you it's very, but I'm saying it's extremely hard to win in Wisconsin. Yes, absolutely. Paul, yeah, I I mean to sort of um, piggyback on what Kurt said. You know, gone into the days, I think. That's when, all you keep saying. You keep piggybacking off anything he says. Don't <laughs> oh, you have geez. your own opinion? Jump on the bed. Jump on. Oh, my God. Don't you have your own opinion? Do you want to interject every time? We're, You're we're, lucky I like you, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. I'd hang up here. Um, <laughs> I love you. No, but, you know, sure. gone are the days where Kentucky is getting every, every good player. Uh, Louisville's getting every good player. I mean, Every college now, every team is is it, yep. the, great point. Yeah, it's a great talent point. has been dispersed yep. throughout yep. the the basketball college basketball, um, uh, you know, college basketball teams, and it, it doesn't take much anymore for teams to upset another team, regardless of whether they're home or, or on the road. So you know, the talent is so close nowadays that. You go one through ten, any team can beat any other team. And I think that's why this tournament is going to be so open this year because you never know who's going to win uh, uh, in any game. I mean, we're going to see some tremendous big upsets, you know, this year. I think of 15. For sure. Yep. Yep. Um, it's conceivable are going to wind up beating a, a one or two this year again. Mm-hmm. Sis, Absolutely. I got to stop you for one second. Great, great point, Paul. But go ahead, Kurt. Comment coming in from our guy, Coach Breslin. Many teams are very good. I agree with what Paul said. Okay. Hi, Coach. How you doing? And we got another great comment coming in from someone very special to our panel, Luby Rosen. Hi. Having fun, <laughs> boys? With a thumbs up. <laughs> Coach Breslin chimed in because... Um, Paul has him on his, uh, what do you call it? He's a mutual friend with 
Coach Breslin, but he's not a mutual friend with me. Let's move on. <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Kenny, what, what is your take on this, Kenny? I'm teasing you. You know I'm busting your chops. Kenny. <laughs> my, my, my take on it is I think that some of these teams are overrated. Purdue, for example. I, I, I won't even say Purdue. Ohio State. Every year, yeah, let's they, they win some games in their in their conference, but so you're, you're saying this is why they're choking down the stretch? Yes, yes. Okay, I don't think Ohio right. State's that's very fair. good. I, 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 that's me. I don't think they're very good. Purdue right. is not a top five team in my opinion. Kurt don't like their coach. I know, no, and you know what? Ohio State says two in a row. Wood shedded last night. Get them Nebraska, out of there, too. Get you, them you out. I know, I know you don't like Painter, Coach. No, that, no, coach, no, I know no, that. no, no. I don't care if you go to Nebraska with three players. You got to right. beat Nebraska. I don't want to hear home field advantage when you're a top team in the Big Ten and you're playing the bottom team in the Big Ten. I don't want to hear you can't beat Nebraska on the road. So right. you're not a good team, in my opinion. So I think some of these teams are not very good, sis. Okay. And I think later on in the season, you start seeing the cream rise to the top. I got you. Mr. Beelan. And I'll keep it short. I mean, listen, out of 30 games, if you lose four or five or six, I mean, it's pretty uh, – I mean, it's, I think it's pretty average, you know? Because um, if you think about, like, an NBA team, if they're playing 80 games and they're on the same schedule, you know, you're probably losing, like, 12 to 20 games. I mean, so – I don't know if they're overrated. I just think they need breathers sometimes and come back to life, you know? Good point. We're going to go a little bit to the um, to the NFL now, and we're going to start this one off with Mr. Paul Rosen. Then we're going to go to Kenny, Kurt, and Mr. Beelan. Oh, All right. I'll, you want me to put you first? Uh-huh. We'll go Beelan. <laughs> hold up. Beelan. Paul. <laughs> Kenny, and then I'll put Kurt last. Okay, that's the order. All right, now, um, me and uh, Mr. Rosen have been texting back and forth most of the day. Your take on um, Barkley, you know, with the Giants, they're starting to listen to offers. Obviously, they got rid of Kyle Rudolph today, and they also got rid of who else, Paul? Uh, Devontae Booker. Like, why would you get rid of him? But Paul, you got the floor. I I think they got rid of him because I think unless they get something like a first round pick, they're gonna. You keep think him. they're gonna kick keep Barkley? Okay. Yeah, that yeah, I right. really do. Okay. I, I think they showed their hand at that one. Okay, Beelan. Um, I don't know. I think they're just looking for a new identity, and I, you know, I. I don't know. I, I don't think Barkley is Barkley's going to come back from what he anywhere near what he was. Okay. So, so to, for, to trade him, I'm all for it to get rid of the other guys. I don't know. I don't understand the, the reason for it, but um, I don't know. I'm still like. Well, here, here's a question for you, John, real quick. Who Who's going to give the Giants $7.2 million for Barkley? Um, I have a couple. I have. A, I think maybe maybe potentially the Dolphins. Okay. Who are, who are looking for a running back? And okay. um, uh, who the hell was the other team? Um, I can't remember the other team off the top of my head right now. 
But I know definitely Dolphins are looking for a running back. I mean, it wouldn't be that bad. Plus, they have draft capital. So, okay. All right. You know. Back to Paul. Who's, who's giving the Giants $7.2 million for your boy? Because I, I know you don't want to part with this guy, but go ahead. I know. Um, <laughs> who's, who's giving Ironic, him that money? You know, you know, ironically, who could probably use him, and, and he would probably be great, Buffalo. Yes. Buffalo. If they had him with the offense, that, that, that that's a be. that's a great spot for him. Never yeah. That. yeah, that's a great great. See, spot. a couple of comments coming in. I just want to read them real quick. Um, Coach Breslin saying Barkley trade him and get picks. Can't run away with can't run anyway without a line. He's also saying creating cap space with releases. Um, yeah. Our good friend Keith Bergman from the uh, Rocky Mountain Sports Network. Saying Denver replaces Gordon with Barkley? No, no. Dante Williams is. I think I think Gordon's better than Barkley. I'm, yeah, I do too. Opinion. I I do too. Absolutely. Kenny, what do you think on this? You know, we were talking for a few minutes. This, you know, yeah. I I have no problem and understand if the Giants can if they have to trade Barkley. We're in a salary cap struggle here. Your Brett Favre's got traded. Your, you know, Tom Brady left the yeah. Patriots to go to the right. Buccaneers as a free agent. Right. Okay. Barkley's not on that level as those quarterbacks. So, at, for as for losing Booker, Kurt, you guys released Booker, so he had a comeback year last year. What makes everybody think he's going to be great this upcoming year with the Giants? Right. He had one average year with the Giants. I'm okay with them releasing releasing Booker. Yeah. I want to see who's available free agent wise, but a team just throwing this out there, create some cap space. I doubt it, but I'm just, you know, never, never say never Seattle Seahawks, Chris Carson, or you work some money fields. Russ wants to come to New York. There's your Russell Wilson talks back on the table, but mm-hmm. running back for running back. Barkley for Chris Carson. I would take Chris Carson on the Giants. Kurt, your feelings on this. You know what? Again, listen, I I think the problem is, and again, we're going to get into one of my topics, is the salary cap and the cost, right? Barkley, if Barkley was on this salary, I think it's like seven or eight million, it's okay. The problem is he wants Christian McCaffrey money. You cannot give that. You, you know, no they were just talking no. about super the last Super Bowl teams, and it was like blunt. Um, you know, who, who else? Cam Aker, Cam right, Aker, Cam Akers, and that crew, and all these teams that won Super Bowls. And you're like, who are these running backs? Fournette. You know, like look at these guys making the money. And the problem is, you can't. You know, like, are you going to play Barkley this year and then lose him for nothing? Or trade and get a third round pick because you can't give this guy twenty million dollars. I mean, he's just he's not worth twenty million dollars. No running back is worth twenty million dollars. And you know what? I, I think to trade him now, they would get nothing in return. And I think maybe the Giants are rolling the dice and saying, Okay, if this guy can come back a little bit, show something, maybe we could trade him, maybe at the trade deadline or even into the next offseason. But to trade him now would be you'd wind up get you know next 
uh, 10 cents on a dollar, basically. Right. And, and you know what, though? Like, and Keith's saying, uh, uh, Beelan, you mentioned about Melvin Gordon. You said you'd rather have him than um, Barkley, right? Mm-hmm. The whole thing is like in Denver, right? Like, he, he made $8 million last year, Melvin Gordon. You yeah. picked up Javante Williams in the second round for nothing. I mean, what is that, a million-dollar contract? So yeah. that's the thing. It's like, go draft somebody. All right, maybe Melvin Gordon's a little better than who you're going to get in the third round this year, but the amount of money for $8 million to $1 million, it's now yeah. you have $7 million to build a team. You well, know? Kurt, sis, real quick, I got some of the top free agents' money. You just said Melvin Gordon, $8 million. Uh, the next one that makes sense that would I could see on the Giants, Leonard Fournette last year made three, just over $3 million. Okay, he's a free agent. You got Devontae Booker, we just let go for 2.7. So it's not much of a jump, $500,000. A uh, couple other names, you got Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle made 2.4 million. James Conner is out there, 1.7 million. You don't it need would be a, a superstar a, running back yeah. name on the Giants type of offense that Dable's going to want to run. You, you, you don't know, need a, a superstar back. I would go real, after any of those guys. Real quick, I was on a I was on a Twitter Spaces. It's a, and the people were talking. They actually said if the Chiefs were interested, trade Barkley for Hilaire straight up. Mm. That makes sense. I mean, you're gonna I save would, tons I'll of money. I'll tell you, that would be an interesting yeah, that, that's deal. It. Yeah, that's interesting. yeah, that's interesting. And uh, uh, Damian Williams and Darrell Williams, the two Williams guys, mm-hmm. are also free agents this year. Right. All right, the last one, we're going to go back to Mr. Beelan. Do the Giants trade up their fifth and seventh in this draft? No. I think okay. I, I think I think you draft at five, and depending what happens with six, you you trade back on on seven and get more picks. Mr. Paul. Yeah, I mean, we were texting today. I definitely, definitely do not trade my fifth pick, depending on again what happens at number six. As I as I said to you earlier today, if I could trade back a few spots and still get the player at seven. I, I would do it if I can get uh, a couple of other picks, without a doubt. Kenny? See, Kurt, I'm just going to hypothetically speak. I don't want to talk to Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to talk anything like that. I'm just throwing a team out there. Let's say you got the Carolina picking at six, so I would trade back with five if somebody like even like Carolina wants a quarterback and just trade one spot back. Or let's say Denver really is in love with a quarterback and they want to get ahead of Carolina, who they believe is going to take a quarterback. I would trade back a couple spots because at seven and nine, for example, or seven and 10, you know, you're going to still get a top notch player. And at five, we all depends. We don't know how this draft is going to go. The linemen may be gone. So we, you know, your top two offensive linemen may be gone by the time the Giants pick. I would trade back. If your number one guy is there at number five, you don't trade back. So it's a yes and no answer. So it's dependent on how the draft goes and who yep. the Giants have on the top of their board yep. with me if I'm going to try and trade back or not. I hear you. Mr. Valenti, wrap it up. You know, I think the best case scenario, I mean, 
I think the Giants are are in such a perfect position, right? But think about like say there there's just crazy talk that the Lions might like Malik Willis and take him at two. If that mm-hmm. happens, now you're gonna get a desperate team saying, All right, I gotta jump Carolina to get the second best quarterback, and that's where the Giants can just rake in and say, Give me your number one this year, your number one next year, mm-hmm. and now then you're yep. golden. That's what that's what yep. you want. That's what you want. Yep. Yep. Because somebody agree. crazy is gonna take these guys high, which they don't yep. belong, and you're gonna get All a right. better player plus picks for next year. Where now yep. next year in a way better draft. Now if you don't like Daniel Jones, you have mm-hmm. two more first round picks to play and say, I want to mm-hmm. go get the Alabama kid, the Ohio State kid. Yeah. You know? And this is a crazy draft where offensive linemen, you got your top two. And then those next two or three, I'm okay with in the later for first round, the guy from yeah. North, the kid from Northern Iowa, the kid yeah. from Central Michigan, the interior lineman, the two of them, the Lynn Long and Green, the interior lineman. There's good offensive linemen in the middle of the round. So if somebody wants to move up, I'm all about trading back. This year. They're always saying that the middle rounds, like the third round, is, is where you get these top yeah. offensive linemen. I, yeah. I read that on a few di- different things, but I – why is it that way? I have no clue, but it, it you know, uh, percentage wise, whatever you want to call it, it works out that way. Kenny, but, question uh, from Keith. For that's you. my segment there. Thank you, Mr. Sis. Kenny, real quick, well, I'll just ask you. Uh, Keith's asking, what's the worst case scenario for the Giants with the fifth pick? Worst case scenario would be. Oh, I can answer. Neil, Neil, and the offensive lineman gone from. North Alabama. Carolina State, Icky, Icky and Alabama, Icky. those two guys gone, and the top two edge rushers gone, yeah. Thibodeau and and yeah, uh, Hutchinson. Hutchinson. And Hutchinson. That would Hutchinson be is case. going to the Lions. Yeah, I my think opinion, so too, anyway. sis. I think so too. Yeah, that's my opinion. Yep. But there's not a really bad – it's not the worst <laughs> case game, but go ahead. It's not the yeah. end of the world scenario, Keith. At five, there's still going to be a really good player for us to take, even if those four guys are taken off the board. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that in my uh, segment shortly. Anything else, sis? Paul Rosen will be crying if Barkley gets traded. (laughs) (laughs) I root for for the jersey, not the player. Any other questions for us? I told you today, it's a business, pal. But go ahead, are you you're finished with your questions? You have any more? Nope, I'm done. Awesome start Thank to the show, sis. sis. Good good start. Uh, let's move on to Paul. I know he has a, a NFL topic he has for us, I believe. Yeah. So since we're talking NFL and combine and quarterbacks, I wanted to talk a little bit about the combine starts today. Um, I don't know if you guys plan to watch it or watch any of it, some of it. Um, but I have some questions and then I want to get into a, sort of a mock draft kind of thing. So, um, let's start with, we'll start with sis, Thielen, Kurt, and Kenny. Guys, Steven Waldman saying hello. So what's up, Steve? What's up, Steve? What up, Steve? What's up, Steve? Okay. <laughs> we, we talked a little bit about the quarterbacks. Do you think there will be any surprises with the quarterback prospects? Sis? Yes. Mr. Pickett will go to Denver and Kurt's going to have a stroke. <laughs> yep. Feeling? Um, I think Pickett's actually going to go to the Panthers. So, but yes, they'll be. Yes. 
Kurt? Uh, yeah, and I think what it might be is, and I agree with Sis with Hutchinson, but I look at it like this. The Detroit Lions traded away a franchise quarterback who won a Super Bowl. I think they're going to look. that The number 32 pick means nothing to them. They're not going to be able to. I mean, if you take a quarterback <laughs> yeah. at number 32, it's useless. They take Sam Howell. He's never going to play. But if they like somebody, I think the surprise could be the Lions with Malik Willis at number two. And it would be a bad, bad move. But I could see the Lions taking a quarterback at two. That's my surprise. From, from a giant standpoint, that would be the best scenario. Best scenario. Best scenario. Best scenario. Exactly. We know somebody. Listen, boys. Listen, boys. They're taking Hutchinson. That's not happening. That's just my opinion. Kenny? I think there could be be, uh, a surprise quarterback, but I don't think it's going to be Kenny Pickett. Um, Do not like him for some reason. I just think he's going to fall in. But I think your surprise quarterback, I'm not going to give a name, but I'm going to give a team. The Steelers have a good team. The Saints have a good team built around them on offense. They got Saints have Kamara. The Steelers have have their offense. I think one of these quarterbacks goes to one of those two teams. That could be your surprise quarterback in the draft because they're not going to be on a winless team or a top, you know, bottom level team. They're going to a playoff caliber team to right off mm-hmm. this right out of the draft. And I think that could be your surprise quarterback in this draft. One of those. You teams. you guys all know Mel Kuyper, correct? Yeah. Oh. Right. Harris. Okay. All right, well, don't roll, don't roll your eyes, Beeling, because I'll backhand you. But anyway, he said that this kid Pickett is ready to start in the NFL now. I heard him say that on the TV show. Just, I'm just throwing it out there. That's all. Mm-hmm. I don't want him starting on the Giants. You, you, know, you, you, you know how many you know how many picks Mel Kuyper got right last year? Yeah, three, four. Couple Beeling, comments. You're, oh, sorry, you're a hater, but anyway. Ahead, Couple sorry. comments. Stephen Waldman saying Aaron Rodgers to the Steelers with a question mark. And then Keith no saying Caleb Ellerby is my dark horse to be a surprise NFL talent out of this draft. A lot of noise about Ellerby. I've heard the name. Okay. Western Michigan, I believe. Is it Western Michigan? One of those Michigan. <laughs> Something like that. So every year, there's always a player that's hyped to go into the top. 10 and they fall out for whatever reason they get a reputation do you think there'll be any top 10 picks that will fall out of this year's draft after the combine um uh sis again i mean that happens every year so i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna say yes Feeling? Yeah, Derek Stingley's going to drop to like in the 20s. It's funny you say that because I was going to go last, but I'll just interject. He was the guy that I wrote down. So, yes, good call. Um, Kurt? Yeah, I agree with Beeline. I also think the Florida State, I think the kid from, is he from Florida State, the defensive end? Uh huh. Jermaine Johnson? Yeah, I think. Jermaine Johnson, the second. I think, but but I'm saying I agree with Beeline. Stingley, man. I'm listen. I would love. I think if I was Denver, I would. I want a linebacker, like a middle linebacker, with that pick. But if you could put Stingley and Sertan together, man, whew, <laughs> that's pretty damn. You sick. might get Sauce Gardner at nine. One yeah. of those guys. Kenny, 
I am going to stick with my Kenny Pickett pick. I think I'm going to go bold and say that Panthers take Malik Willis. Pickett drops. And I don't think Washington's going to take a different quarterback. And I think Pickett could be the guy that slips to this Steelers or Saints. Okay. Late round. Is there a player that works their way into the top 10 after the combine? Sis? I mean, what do you mean after the combine? Works their way into what? All of a sudden, teams realize, hey, this guy can go. was a, a 15 to 20 pick. Now, all of a sudden, teams are, are considering player to go top 10. I kind of feel like this. Pretty much these guys that are all going to the combines, they pretty much all have their stuff charted out. And by the time the combine is done, personally, they know exactly what they want. And I don't think there'll be anybody that wasn't in the top 10 at the combine that all of a sudden is going to come out of nowhere. So that, that's my answer. Uh, Keith saying top 10 surprise is the receiver, I believe, is the USC receiver, uh, London. Drake London. Drake London. Yeah. That's a good one. Big dude. Feeling? Um, yeah, and I hope the Jets draft this guy, but Traylon Burks. From Arkansas. Yeah. Watch Friday. This kid's going to light it up. I believe he's the highest rated receiver at the Combine. Burks. Mm-hmm. Kurt. Um, I got two. I'm going to take, I know he's a good prospect, but a lot of people, I see him like from 15 in the twenties is the kid Dean from Georgia. I think, uh, especially if Floyd goes early and somebody needs a linebacker, you know, you could take him. I think the guy, you know, he's a stud and, uh, I'm going to take Matt Corral because I think he's, he's, I don't think he's doing anything right. This in in the combine, but he'll have his pro day. And when he has his pro day, He'll, you know, he's on his feet, you know, they'll, they'll draw something up nice for him. And I think he's going to go higher than Peter. Remember he was, I mean, if you really look, he don't get injured. He was probably, you know, first or second quarterback in this class. I think he's going to move up. Kenny. I got two. I got uh, Trayvon Walker, the lineman from Georgia. Depending on what teams need, he could sneak into the top 10 and Tyler Lindenbaum. And I bring him up because of an offensive lineman that's on Colts, Quentin mm-hmm. Nelson. Mm-hmm. He shows up and has a good good combine. I think he's going to be there. Watch yeah. out for this guy sneaking in the top ten and maybe number seven with the Giants. He he was the second rated. They they at the combine they rated all the linemen, offensive linemen. They didn't separate tackle, guard, or center. And he was the second rated offensive mm-hmm. lineman. It's a sleeper pick for number seven at Giants, if, yeah. if, depending um, on the way how the draft falls. I, I have a guy that I think is be a great pro that I think might sneak in. Jermaine Johnson, the second from Florida State, that I think he has a great upside. I think this guy is a classic defensive end, edge, edge rusher, and I, I think I'll tell you, if the Giants had an opportunity to take him, I know offensive linemen we need, but if somehow we could take this guy, I think he would be phenomenal. But that that's my sort of sleeper. We did have, I like that. We all had different different people. Guys, and quick question from Steve. Real quick, uh, Paul, just give me one second. I'm going to ask you, and then I'll ask Beelan. 
you guys can both answer this. Steve's saying, with the Jets and Giants quarterback situation, how do you really know how good they are? Both teams have no offensive line. Like in a minute or so, Paul, what's your thoughts that, on that? And then I'll get Beal and yeah, you with the Jets, but Paul, you with yeah, the Giants. It's it's absolutely true. I mean, I think between his uh, failure to progress, his injury uh, issues, the offensive line, lack of, of production from the wide receivers, coaching, I mean, it, it, it's, you know, it, it's a whole hodgepodge of things that has not allowed this guy to possibly improve. I mean, we always keep hearing Jones. He has the physique. He has the tangibles. He has the ability. He has the the brain. Hopefully, Dable can bring and Kafka can bring out what this kid has not been able to do um, if given the opportunity. And Beelan, what about you with the Jets when you talk about, uh, you know, Zach Wilson? Listen, I'm not trying to Jets Giants things. I think the Jets definitely have a better O line than the Giants, and a lot better than people really think. We're literally like one position away, like a right guard, from having a solid offensive line because we got Beckham mm-hmm. back, we have ABT, McGovern in the middle, and Fant on the outside. We just need an, a guard, and that line's okay, you know. Other than that, but the Giants, the, the thing with the Giants is. You know, now you're stuck with Daniel Jones for his last year. And if he does good, then you're like, what do I do with them? Do I actually sign him for a longer contract or whatever, or, you know, whatever. But I think they're going to be in line to get a, a quarterback, like probably in the third, fourth round. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. Um, Kyle Hamilton is the highest rated player at the combine by far. Do you agree or disagree, sis? Um, I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree. Feeling? I saw uh, you shaking your head. I, I, I 100% agree, um, but he's definitely not. You don't trap a state in the top 10. I'm sorry. You just don't do it. Aside Beelan, from Jamal you're, Adams. You're not a real good judge of talent, Beelan. We all know that. <laughs> no. Go ahead, Paul. <laughs> They only drafted Jamal Adams number six, but you know, who was and, and look at him. The Jets are experts, you know, in the in drafting. Anyway, um, Kurt. You know what? Beelan just nailed it. Look at him. I mean, again, like he's probably like you like he's not gonna be a bust. Like he'll be, you know, I mean, he's gonna be who he is. He'll probably be an all pro safety. You know, he he reminds me, I mean, I'm not gonna put him, he's probably highly more highly rated than like Justin Simmons from the Broncos, but you're never gonna go like, oh my god, it's Justin Simmons. You know, he's just he's gonna do his thing, he'll be an all pro, but he's not gonna be a game changer. So I agree with Beelan. I'm not you know, I, I I'm not gonna take him top ten. I mean I'm not. I'm just I'm not. Kenny. I stepped away for a second. What was the question? Uh, about Kyle Hamilton. Do you agree that he should be the top-rated player at the Combine? Hey, if he's – again, it's one of those situations. If he's top-rated, yes, but the position he plays is going to drop his value down right. a few few spots. Yeah. But, uh, hey, if he's top-rated player and you're, if he's sitting there in the – eight, nine, 10 spot, and he's the best available by far, top-rated player, you're taking him. I don't, I don't care yeah. who you are. 
Let's just yeah, put him on Denver, Kurt, and that's secondary for the next 10 years. 6'4, 220. Yeah. That's a that's And, and a, the guy and covers. And I mean, he's a obviously, he's a as a Notre Dame fan, the guy covers ground incredibly. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it. He literally goes from sideline to sideline. I'm not saying he's a, you know, Ed Reed type, but the guy right. is incredible uh, in terms of going from sideline to sideline. But, anyway. You know, feeling on your Jets at number 10, if he's sitting there, it's a no-brainer. You know, he's taking yeah. I just, yeah. I don't know, man. I just can't, I can't justify taking a safety in the top 10. I right, but gotta... here's, the, right, here's the thing, right? Like, you're talking about the Jets, Kenny, and this is a perfect example. So he's staying there at number 10, but you also have, like, the receiver, one of the Ohio State receivers, and you want to get him away. Garrett Wilson. Right, yeah. Wilson. How You're going to turn Wilson down and say, I'm going to take him. Now you're going to get back to the Jets don't have any weapons, you know? So but here's why I tell you, yes, I, this is why I do it, because in the second round, you're going to get somebody like over in Alabama, Mr. Mechie's going to be there sitting there in the second yeah. round. Yeah. And, and he's coming off an injury and he's going to be a sleeper just like Jameson Williams. Two teams are going to get really good receivers late in the first round or even second round because these guys were hurt last year. Yeah. So you got to keep that in mind too. Are you going to get a safety at Kyle Hamilton's caliber in the second and third round? Probably not. Are you going to see this uh, this type of caliber next year? Maybe not. You know, this could be uh, you know one of those every five year talents at at a position. And yeah. and just looking at the ratings, his rating at safety is so far <laughs> beyond any other safety compared to any other position in the draft. Where you know the offensive linemen, for example, are very close. The defensive uh, edges. Are very close, but this guy's talent above any other safety might warrant a top 10 pick, depending on who the team is. Oh, all right. So in the, in your best Roger Goodell voice, and I'm going to go in order of the draft at this moment, I'm going to start with Beelin, then I'm going to go with sis. Then I'm going to go with Kenny Kurt, and then Beelin again. So, Beelan, I want you in your best Roger Goodell voice say, with the fourth pick of the 2022 NFL Draft, the New York Jets select. With the fourth pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the New York Jets select Traylon Burks. Okay. Ar Arkansas. Like All right, sis. That was pretty damn good. Yeah. With the four, with the should I wait, should I boo this time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me boo now. <laughs> boo for Roger Goodell. Yeah, sis. Yeah, with, with the fourth pick. No, now with draft, the fifth pick, the Giants. the Giants. Oh, I'm um, Giants. I'm sorry. With the uh, fifth pick of the, the NFL, pick in the, the NFL 2022. I, as Roger Goodell, making $40 million a year, am a waste, okay? And I think this pick is going to be a very difficult pick to make. So I'm not going to really give you my pick on this. I'm going to keep it to myself. Yes. That's right. It's, it's, my, already. It, it's my show, and I do what I want to do. Right. <laughs> All right, moving on. Thank and you. With the with the I know I'm, I'm a pain in the butt. I get it. 
I love you, sis. I love Kenny, you with, more, the, with the seventh pick, who are you picking? We're having the six. Well, I'm just going. We, yeah, we're doing our mock draft after with, this. With our, with our, Take it easy, Beeling. Go have a soda. Take it easy, man. Really. With our teams. All right. So with the seventh Top pick 10. in the 2022 NFL draft, the New York football giants select <laughs> out of Notre Dame safety Kyle <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. You expect that to have booze or booze? Old, let me tell you I something. I did it for Paul, sis. This ain't the mock draft. <laughs> I, 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 I know you can do it. Yeah, that'll never happen. <laughs> if we're doing a mock oh, draft, I, was, I was just wanted to do that for Paul. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. All right. Kurt, you're up. All right. I got number nine. Yes. We have a trade. We I know where you're going. We have a trade. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'll pick this Wait, one. Wait, are the are the are the Packers selecting here or the <laughs> right, right. Hopefully the Packers. Well, here's or Kurt, Seattle. Here's Kurt, with, Kurt with the info. If we had a pack, if we had to do it though, I would say I with the four I'm sorry, with the ninth pick in the 2022 draft, the Denver Broncos select Devin Lloyd linebacker, Utah. You like it, Beal? I love it. I love it. Good pick. Uh-oh, Coach Breslin saying safety. Come on, Kenny. Sis will go nuts if the Giants do that. I know. I said that for Paul, Coach. Did that for Paul. He's the Notre Dame that, guy. We got a mock draft coming up in a minute. We got, our, we got top five. All right. Top five. All right. Coming up. Last one. Beelin, you're up with the number 10 pick. Um, With the number 10 pick in the 2022 NFL draft, the New York Giants select. Oh, New York Jets. I, I'm sorry, the New York Jets select. <laughs> you want to give them us for nothing? We'll take it, Bill. We'll take it. We'll take another pet. The, the New York Jets select Sauce Gardner out of Woo! Cincinnati. Whoa. Okay, that's good. That's good. I like it. All right. By the way, hey, uh, Keith has a great comment. He's saying, did Sis just let the time run out on the clock without making a pick? <laughs> exactly. Go run up the card. Run the cards up. He pulled the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> Again, right, it's, that's, my, that's... It's, it's my it's my show. I do what I want. <laughs> that that's my session, guys. Thanks. Okay. Good job, Paul. Let's do a quick let mock ask, trap, Kurt. Let, let me ask this question. Does everybody know what Rodizio is when you go to the restaurant? Yeah. Doesn't Beeling look like the waiter that would come over and say, Would you like more sausage, sir? <laughs> Would you like cross <laughs> beef, sir? Can I give you another salad, sir? <laughs> sir, sir. <laughs> this is in a very good mood tonight. Yes, he is. Yep. Good. All right, Kurt. So let's do a quick little mock draft. We got our. We'll do. We you know the drafting till the end of April. So I figured let's do five picks a week. Okay. And by the time the draft comes up, we should almost be. We should be just about there with with the draft. Beelan's going to love my pick. Mm -hmm. So I got the, our draft order is I will be picking for the Jaguars, number one. Paul's going to pick for our good buddy Carson Shears, uh, Detroit Lions at number two. Mr. Beelan gets the, the, the Houston Texans at three. We're not getting our own teams. That's that's mm -hmm. that we're picking. That's why I did that. Mr. Cicliano gets the pick for the Jets. The number and one pick. The number one pick you told me, correct? One pick. So you got the Jets at number four. Their I'm first pick. Yeah. One pick at one number pick. four for the Jets. Yes. 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 Okay. And Kurt, you're Thank picking you. number five for the Giants. Okay. So I'm going to go up first and I look at it this way. The Jaguars are on the clock, right? The Jaguars, what do they need? They need a lot. 
But last year, they drafted in what Kurt said would be franchise quarterback, top quarterback. Three years they're going to be generation generational quarterback. Generational quarterback. You said a lot of things about him. Yep. So what? Aiden Hutchinson's there, right? Kayvon Thibodeau's there, right? Nope. You got to protect that generational talent. You got to protect that franchise quarterback and build that offensive line on his blind side. And you're going to take with the first pick in this mock draft, Evan Neal, offensive tackle out of Alabama. Okay. Good pick. Guys, Detroit Dan Worley, Lions real are quick, on the Kenny, real quick, Dan Worley saying, what's up, guys? Hey, Dan, what's up? Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow, uh, tomorrow evening, my friend. Yep. Uh, Pogosta Rosen, you're on the clock with the Detroit Lions. All right. Well, like the Jaguars, the Lions also have many, many holes. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Just got a phone call. Hello? You're proposing what? Trades what? in. Wait. Uh, let me think about it, but maybe not. Okay, thanks. Goodbye. That was Matt Rule. He heard many teams were interested in that number two pick, looking to try and trade up for a quarterback. But he was offering me a dirty water dog and a hard pretzel. I said no. So with... The second pick of the 2022 NFL draft, I want a guy that's a knee biter, and I'm going to take Aiden Hutchinson, defensive end from the University of Michigan. I think Carson would prove, even though he's a Michigan State fan. Even though he's a Michigan State guy, I think he'll learn to like Aiden Hutchinson. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Mr. Beelan, you are picking for the Houston Texans. Go unorthodox here. Um, with the third pick in the draft, the Houston Texans select uh, Garrett Wilson at Ohio State. Abs, is this an abs uh, moment here, Kurt? <laughs> wow. Listen, Deshaun Watson might come back. He has absolutely no wide receivers. Hey, I'm so ecstatic if, if they take Garrett Wilson at number so three. If he comes that's back, that would be phenomenal for the Giants if that happened. So... All right, I'm writing these down so we don't so we can put a ticker up next week, Kurt, of the first okay. five picks. Okay. Garrett Wilson, number three. Mr. Siciliano, you have the honor of picking for the other New York team, the New York Jets. At number four from LSU, because they need him, Derek Stingley. I like that. So do I. <laughs> And Mr. Valenti, I've been waiting for this. I know Paul's waiting for this and Sis is waiting for this. <laughs> Who are you picking for our New York Giants? This is so you tough. Better, you better get this right. You better get you this better, right. You better I'll, get I'll, this I'll right, say this. I know who I want. This you know is, what? You know what? Listen, it's so – I mean, you're so tempted and said, I need a tackle. I got to fix the offensive line. But when the best player in the draft is available, you run up and take Kayvon Thibodeau, give him the ticket and say – Let's go. Yeah. You're taking hey, that's not, that's not yeah, I agree with him there. That's not a bad uh-huh. not at all. That's not that's yep. not bad. I, I'm okay yeah. either way. I'm okay. Offensive line or, or edge rusher there. And if yeah. Chippenau, who's arguably the top rated one, is sitting there at five, 
I like it. You pass. You got to take him at five because if Carolina goes to a quarterback right at the next pick, then you get the kid. Then from you North- get the lineman anyway. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So there's our top five mock draft picks. That was nice and fast. I wanted to do that quickly. Okay. Uh, Kurt, you have something ready for us. Yeah, I I have a quick topic. And, you know, I mean, obviously, we're all following this Aaron Rodgers thing. And, you know, he was on. Can I I cut you off real quick? Go ahead. You have 30 seconds because it's my segment. But go ahead. I went to the the store today. And I legitimately bought a drug test for you because my. Oh, wow. Because our our Texas today was mind-boggling. So. This is for you. It's going to be in your mailbox tomorrow. Send it you- to 93. Send it to 93. Thank you for that, by the way. But you know what? Getting into that, I want to say it was Mike Tatenbaum today. He says, you watch all the shows in the morning, right? I'm not sure. He's on one of those get-ups or whatever. And He's on get, he's on get up. Okay. He was on get-up, and he said Aaron Rodgers is quote-unquote, um, what's the word? Greedy, right? So... I'm, you know, yes, gonna, he did. Yes, he did. He did, yes, right? He so did. we're going to talk football and NBA. Well, my question is, because the whole thing is they're saying he wants $50 million a year. But I guess my topic is, you know, are these general managers, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to count baseball because baseball, there's no cap. I'm going to count football and basketball, two of the biggest cap sports where it really matters, right? Are these GMs responsible for somebody like Aaron Rodgers saying, I should get $50 million. And here's what I mean. I'll go through football and basketball real quick. In my opinion, okay, in my opinion, I listen, I, you guys could have different opinions, but Aaron Rodgers is easily, we're going to take Brady out because he's not playing. So Rodgers and Mahomes, however you want to look at it, in my opinion, is the first and second best quarterbacks in the NFL, right? So how can a guy have five quarterbacks making more money over him when you are probably the best or the second best. You look at the NBA. You look at the NBA, and I am not a LeBron James fan by any means of the imagination, but is he or Kevin Durant the best player in the NBA? Yeah. They're fifth and sixth in salary? Like, whose fault is this? How do you blame Aaron Rodgers or Kevin Durant or LeBron James when you're on top of the game, right? Like, you're the man. You should be paid one. Is it the general manager that's paying Josh Allen $43 million a year? Dak Prescott, $40 million? Deshaun Watson, $39? These guys, and it started, it started with Kirk Cousins getting 33 and Wentz getting 32 and Goff getting 33. It started in the NBA when you got people like Pat, you know, Pat was a Siakam making, you know, 33 million. John Wall, 44 million. Russell Westbrook, 44 million. Like, how do you pay somebody more? How does a general manager pay anybody more than LeBron James or Kevin Durant? How do they pay oh, anybody? more than Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. Kenny, how do they do it? And is it their fault that, you know what? I've, listen, if I'm the principal, if I'm the superintendent of the school, I get paid first. I don't. You don't pay a teacher more. So if you're Aaron Rodgers, you're going to pay Dak Prescott and Deshaun Watson total of one playoff win more? How? Explain that, Kenny. Desperation. 
best for teams. But not just best best for they, but but how do you blame the best player? Oh, he's greedy. I'm blaming the general managers who are paying these guys that are Aaron Rodgers is 20 times better than Dak Prescott. How are you paying him more, Kenny? Shouldn't Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, should get 60 because he's more way better the, uh, than those guys. Well, you got to blame your agents. Your agents. <laughs> I'm I'm your agent, Kurt, and you're better than than Beelan, stat wise and and talent wise. Let's just say, but you know, Beelan. You sign elsewhere. Now I need the second best player who's Beeland. So you know what? How am I going to get Beeland to come over to play for me? I got to give him more money than you. And that's how it works. But but what I'm saying is it's these it's it's these general managers, right? Sis, I'm just going to throw some names out at you. NBA, right? I'm just going to throw some names out. Um, What's his name? The center from Utah. What's his name? Rudy Gobert. Go yeah, go go right, right. Right. 30, he's making... $35 million a year. For what? He makes more money than, say, a Bradley Beal. You know, he makes more money than a Devin Booker. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, who won't even shoot in a game, is the 20th player in a in the NBA making money? D'Angelo Russell, $30 million. Like, if, if Kurt, I'm, if, I, I, boy, if I'm LeBron James and Kevin Durant, I'm sorry, if I'm, if I'm Kevin Durant, once they go and say, John Wall's making 44, I want 50. It's you're better than him. You're better Kurt, than you, him. You got to look at it this way too, especially with football. If you pay, if you pay Aaron Rodgers fifty million dollars a year, okay, you're gonna have no cap for the rest of your team. And then you look at his previous thing. We texted about this, okay? He hasn't done anything. He hasn't won since 2011. Who cares if you're the best talent in the league? Like you're not showing anything for it. So the reason why these other guys are getting paid is because one, it's it's like Mahomes got paid because he won a championship and he's young and he's going to be ecstatic for the next ten right. years. Josh Allen's like right there; he's on the cusp of it. So yeah, I mean, there's other people who are like Matt Ryan; he's not worth it, you know. But but I guess here's my question. So here's my question. I'll start with sis. Sis, is the player like say Rogers or LeBron or Durant? Are those players greedy, or are the general managers dumb for paying the other people more money? That's my question. Uh, again, I, I think it's a great question, but again, when it comes to these players, my own opinion, it, it's pure greed. Because again, if Aaron Rodgers is offered fifty for the next three years, okay? For example, 50 million. Why is he going to go to Denver? Right, but my point is, how does he not ask for 50 when you're paying somebody like Dak 40 and Josh Allen 43? He's well, better than it, both it, of those yeah, guys. It, it's, a, it's a great point. And again, my opinion, it's between, <clears throat> excuse me, the general managers, the fans buying into it, paying for, you know, all these tickets. So, so it's a combination of both, I guess, is what I'm telling you. But the funniest thing, and I'll get to Paul and Kenny, the funniest thing is yeah. like you pay these guys, right? And then you go and they go and say, well, look, we got John Wall. Let's give him $44 million. Then all of a sudden right. the team's like, we got a John Wall stinks. Get rid of him. Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, yeah. We got Russ. Yeah. Let's give him 44. Now it's, it's like they're yeah. trying to give him away. It's going to be the it's, same thing in the NFL. Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, it's, Kurt it's, Wentz. It's, it's going to be it, like it, that with Dak and Watson. It's, it's oh, my God. The, it's, 
it's, it's, it's after the fact. It's, it's, can it's I respond? Yeah, Paul. Or, yes. Yeah. And it, first of all, this isn't anything new. Okay, we've all followed sports for you know 30, 40, 50 years, whatever it's been. It's all supply and demand. Okay, it comes down to that that business model of what am I producing and is it worth the 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 demand for whether it's football, baseball, or any job that you do. If I'm doing a job, if they're willing to pay me what I'm asking, right. then hey, you know what? That's on the, the general manager. And here's the thing, in a specialized field like football, if general manager A isn't willing to pay it and team A isn't willing to pay it, well, team B is gonna willing to pay it because I'm, I'm afraid if I don't sign that player, whether it's Aaron Rodgers, whether it's LeBron, whoever, another team is going to uh, pay that person. Right. Okay. In terms of, in terms of the most money, obviously it depends on the timing of everything because if Aaron Rodgers signs a deal, a four year deal, and then right after him comes Russell Wilson, comes Dak Prescott, comes uh, uh, Josh Allen, Mahomes, and they're all signing right after him, then it becomes, okay, now you're setting the foundation and it's never going to end. Should a guy like Rogers make the most money? Without question, four-time MVP. Uh, I disagree with Beelan because Dak Prescott hasn't won a damn thing. So regardless, still, um, uh, Rogers has the pedigree compared right. to some like Dak Prescott. So I do disagree with you, Beelan, on that. But again, it comes down to the supply and demand. If he's a free agent, you don't think people are going to be lining up to get him? Right. But, but what I'm but, saying, but, 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 oh, but, excuse says, me, real quick, real quickly, guys. You got these guys making more money. Let's get away from sports for a second. You got these guys making more money than other people in their fields, heart specialists, cardiologists. The president, the yeah, the yeah. President Without of the United question. States, right? So I mean, so so where are we going with this? I mean, right. see, where where does it end? Look at look what's going on with baseball. It's the same stuff. But what I'm saying though, sis, is what I'm saying though is like, I, I, I'm right. sorry, like if 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 I feel not even if I feel if I just know I'm better than you, okay? Like I'm, you know, like right. Aaron Rodgers is just like. Above, it, right? It should, above it should just be, it, it, right. and and again, it's where smart teams, right? Like you look, the New England Patriots are not doing this. They just are not doing this because right. they're gonna look and go and say, like, well, I remember with Wes Welker. Well, I gotta get my money. No, nope. you know why? Go, you go to Denver. I'll get Amendola. You leave. Right. I'll get Edelman. Right. That's because that's a good what a good organization does. Like, and it and it hurts, right? Like now, all of a sudden, John Wall. Listen, John Wall was a great player, Russell Westbrook, but they're not good now because they're making forty four million dollars, and it's an it's a atrocious contract that nobody wants, right? It's not that they're not good, and what's going to happen is the Lakers are stuck, just like the Vikings are stuck. Just like the Rams were stuck and they had to get rid of him. Dallas is going to be stuck. All these teams are going to be stuck with these terrible contracts now. But I'm not blaming Rodgers, Russell Wilson. Those guys should be one, two, and three. So anytime, if you give Josh Allen 43, 
I got I, I, give me fifty because I should be higher than him. That's just the way it should be. That's what it should. Well, here, the players are not greedy. They're not greedy. Here's a here's a quick question for you, Mr. Valenti. Yes, baseball guy. They want to give you 130 million, and you're saying no. I mean, like, I, are you kidding me? No, I agree. I agree with you. The player's not going to stay, but I'm saying that contract should never be offered to those players. Like exactly. Those, they should never exactly. be. There's really. No. We talk about elite quarterbacks. It's really right. Mahomes, you know, Wilson, Rogers. I mean, I'll put. You know, those are the three. Besides that, nobody should be near and 40 Josh million. Allen. And right, and Josh, Josh Allen. I look at it this way. I look at it this way. And you know me, I'm not a Dak Prescott fan at all. But I kind of disagree a little bit. Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, hell of a regular season quarterback. But he's been, and all joking aside, the weakest division in football for the last five years. Okay. Playing the Lions twice a week, playing the Bears twice a year, playing the Vikings twice a year. But here's my point I'm trying to make. $50 million for Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott $40 million. You can say Dak Prescott ain't worth $40 million, but I'm saying Aaron Rodgers ain't worth $50 million. Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, he's only won one Super Bowl and how many playoff games in the last 10 years? And he is not 10 times better than Dak Prescott, in my opinion, because he's making 10 more million than, than Dak well, Prescott. Well, I'll tell you this. Well, see, here's the problem. Do I agree? Real quick, Kenny, I, I agree with you. I don't think he should be worth 50, but if you're giving Dak 40, he's worth 60 because he's 20 times better than the quarterback. That's what I'm saying. Nobody deserves that money. Nobody Dak, deserves that Dak is really money. like a $20 million quarterback. Tops. And, and to, tops. End my to, to end my conversation, I 1 million percent agree with Sis. It's selfishness out of the players because if you are a team player, 30 40 50 million there ain't much of a difference you can live life on 30 million dollars a year right. a year, us ain't a seeing year. 30 million combined in our lifetime a year right you know yeah. we ain't seeing 30 million in our lifetime combined right. you know and our families combined you know so 30 million a year to to get that salary cap down and win me a super you know bring me a team that's going to win a super bowl so you can have and you know i know we talk about it every week you can have your Aaron Rodgers making fifty million because what's going on in KC now? You're not seeing the Kansas City Chiefs win Super Bowls anymore, are you? When was the last time they won a Super Bowl? Right, a couple of years ago, right? Teams are catching up to them. So Kurt, you uh, mentioned you mentioned New England. That's what Brady always did. He put that yeah. discount in order to get players. Sort of I, I I get you on Aaron Rodgers, and you know what? You get him, you're going to be better. Do I think you're going to win a Super Bowl? We'll see, but. You're going to be better, in my opinion, but it's going to hurt because you're not going to have the surrounding pieces that you think you're going to have if he's making 50 million. That's a but lot of money. I guess, but I guess, again, the conversation and I started with Sis is, you know, and I'll ask you guys one more time. Beelan, is it, a, is it more, is it more of, is this issue more of a greedy player or is this more of a dumb GM giving other people the salary? A uh, greedy player. It's a team game, man. Kenny. I think it's more of a greedy player agent. It depends on your agent, too. Your agent's going to say, oh, we can get this much, and they feed stuff in players' heads. We're going to get you the most money. Greed. Paul? I, I disagree. I think it's the GM. Me, too. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I mean, I, right. listen, if, if, if you were, you know, you're working in a job, and you're trying to make as much money to support your family. Are you gonna be? Are you gonna feel as if 
I shouldn't try and get more money from, from but myself. Paul, Paul, to, to, to kick you back on this one, would you take more money to go to a shittier job? <laughs> define the hell define would do that. Would you, would you, would you, would, would you, if you're making a hundred thousand and someone says, I'm going to offer you 125,000, but the job is the work environment's terrible and you're going to be miserable for the next two years. Is that, that 25,000 worth it? And that's the problem with players is like, you're paying these guys a little bit extra. It's like, at the end of the day, does Matt and Ryan really care that his Falcons are terrible every year? No. Well, the guys no. Right. Now what happens, but, what happens, Beal, and you get your James Harden and Ben Simmons who don't yeah. like where they're playing. So let's get, right. let me, I don't want to play anymore. Let me get so out. I'm going to get out. Right. But, but, but see, here's my point. This is where I agree with Paul. Jimmy Garoppolo could turn around and say, all right, I'm a free agent this year. I need 48 million. I'd say to him, Go He's over there. Get you ain't getting it from me. Right. You ain't getting it from me. So that's the dumb general manager. If somebody gave him anywhere yeah. near 40, they're nuts. Yeah, but they they're wouldn't, nuts. though. It, that's, that's never going to happen. We know that. We, well, they it, gave him 30. But that, I mean, right? They gave him 30. Yeah, but, but again, he brought you to two NFC championship games. Like, so wait, I'm putting Kurt on the spot. He was almost at two Super Bowls. This topic up. I gotta put Kurt on the spot right now. You yes. said no quarterback in your in our all our opinions. I would say no quarterbacks worth fifty million. Let's right, say, right. So if Denver takes Aaron Rodgers at fifty million, George Payton is a dumb GM. No, because I'm uh, listen to me. Honestly, me personally, I'm paying a court like a, a, a quarterback should make like like Mahomes, Rodgers. Those guys should be making thirty million. They're only making. More money. Like I get what you're saying. Because they're making the money because you're giving you they gave Goff 33 million and Cousins 33 million. So how you can't you can't Goff, make less than that. You can't less. Yeah. You're not even in the ballpark with those. I get guys. it, but, but Kurt, but Kurt, if you use That's Kurt my Cousins, point. if you use Cousins, for example, okay, even if you I don't know how you want to compare it, if you want to look at stats and then playoffs and whatever you want to go and do, Kirk Cousins was not a bad quarterback since he's got his contract. He's a top 10 quarterback at least every single year in the NFL. Every single year. He's a top 10 quarterback uh, now about... in the NFL? No look way. No look way. at his stats. He's look not a top 10 I don't care about stats. What He doesn't win. Well, let me ask you, John. The Vikings are super, hold on, hold on. Last thing, last thing. You can't, the, you can't say that, Kurt. Well, well, wait. The Minnesota Vikings were in the NFC Championship game with Case Keenum. Okay, let's bring <laughs> Cousins in. They didn't sniff it. So what's – there's your proof. I, 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 I get exactly. I'm, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. But it's you got to be okay, with me. Then, That's then, the okay, reality. Okay. Okay. Then Josh Allen's not worth $40 million because he was sniffing two times in an NFL championship and he lost the game. Josh Allen so, got to it. Got, he already got, so he's he already not got further. He has more so playoff wins it. than Kirk Cousins in two years. He's than not career. worth it. He, it's the same <laughs> position. He's not worth it. He's Case, not worth it. All right, can, I, can I segue into our, my segment? Because this is yes. perfect. Yes. Yes. Real quick, let me Go read ahead. a comment. I wish sis was here because it's from our good friend Casey Colinieri. It's a free market. This is capitalism at best. If someone's willing to pay seventy, so be it. That's dumb it's general. Didn't man. I say that it's true. Dumb general man. man. But, but, that, but, about, that, but that team won't win. We talk about dumb GMs. This is this has to do with Briggsy Bronco mania. So instead of Broncos, instead of wrestling, we're going to do the Briggsy part tonight. Briggsy okay. used to like to do a segment back in the day on. Uh, NFL ticket prices, average ticket prices. So I got the top 10 most expensive, and I got the top 10 least expensive. Okay. We're going to start with the most. We're going to play a little game. 
You get one strike. If you get it wrong, you're out of the game. We'll see who can get the most right out of the top 10 most expensive. Average price. So it's not the highest price, not the lowest price. Average price, it's going to cost you to go to a game. And this is going to factor into why these players are making the money they're making and why GMs are paying these these players the money because of these ticket prices right here. You figure 50,000 stadium, 50,000 seat stadium at these average prices, and you're going to see why. So I'll, for the most expensive, six stepped away, I'll go Kurt, Paul, Bielid. For least expensive, I will turn things around. If you get one in the least expensive, I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to say wrong on the most expensive. Okay. So we'll start with Kurt. Top 10. Give me one team in the top 10 for most expensive ticket price. This is NFL? NFL. Cowboys. No, they are not on there, surprisingly. Wow. I'm going to give you – I'll give you three strikes since you're out right. Um. Well, well, Paul's going to go next. Oh, okay. So we're going to go – I'll give Paul a shot. I will say the Rams. Rams are not in there neither. Not really. Wow. Beelan, try and get on the board. Um, trying to think. Some are obvious. Some are really um, surprising. Oh, actually, actually, I think I kind of know this. Um, the the Patriots. Patriots are number three. Hundred thirty-one dollars oh. an average ticket for one ticket. Nice. And sis is back. Sis, we're playing a short little game. Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a cramp in my uh, hamstring. Sorry. Sis, by the way, while you were leaving, Casey commented, our good friend Casey. Casey who? Culinary. I don't even know who he is. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. How you doing, Case? Good to hear from you. Sis, so we're doing the top 10 most expensive places. Did you hear I said I got a cramp in my calf? Don't even give a shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, you're he don't care. You're he don't care, <laughs> sis. Kurt, I'm Kenny, I'm Keezy. I know you are, and I I know. <laughs> you want to go? You want to play along? We're What's the, the top most expensive, most expensive places to watch an NFL game last year? Oh, Patriots yeah. are number three, one hundred thirty-one dollars a ticket on the average. Wow! Wow! Uh, so I got. Crazy. Uh, you're up. The Cowboys were not on the list, and the Rams were not on the list. Rams and the Cowboys weren't on the list. I'm going to say San Francisco 49ers. Very good. Number two, $138 on the average to watch a game there. For That's insane. I wouldn't um, pay San, 100, it makes sense. I wouldn't pay $132. Cent, but By the way, sis, Casey saying, love you, sis. Walk it off. Walk off. Why? Walk it <laughs> off. F the cramp. Tell Casey if he still wants to run sprints. We're never too old for that. See coaches after practice. <laughs> You're up. Some That's of these are good. obvious. Some are long shots. Like I would never yeah. think some of these teams are on there. So give me another one, Kurt. I have another one, but I'll go after Curry. I'm, Green just, I'm Bay? curious. Yeah. Yeah. Green Bay is up there. Number four, $128. They got to pay Aaron Rodgers somehow. Oh, really? <laughs> now $128 but, to watch. Uh, the are the, are the, are the I... Jets and Giants up there? The Giants no are up way. there. Giants are up there, $115, yeah, but the Jets the, aren't. The Jets ain't. The Jets ain't. 
No way. I'm going to see if somebody can get number one. Then I want to go to least expensive. You, Think you, about you, number you, one, Paul. Wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Wait, who are some of the new stadiums? That's that's the, what I'm saying. Think the about the Rams, it. right? San Fran. Uh, the Rams aren't up. I I guessed it. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Rams. San Fran. Who else got a new stadium? Well, Jets and Giants, though. There's one really obvious. Oh, one, Vegas. Oh, Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Hundred fifty-three dollars a ticket to watch a game Jeez. there on the average. Wow. It's a lot of money. Couple tax, of uh, couple of long free. shots. I'm gonna give you these long shot ones. The Eagles, one twenty-seven. Yeah, I can see, I can see Bears, that. Bears, one twenty-two. Chicago wow. Bears. The Texans are charging one hundred eighteen dollars on the average for a ticket. They have some nerve. You got the Seahawks at one seventeen. Texans should let you in for free. But <laughs> Casey saying Casey saying they the should Steelers. pay you. Casey just nailed it. The Steelers were number ten. Let's go to least expensive. I'll start with Beelin. There's going to be some surprise teams on here too. It's not necessarily the bad teams in this. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait. Hold on. Look, give me a second. I'm gonna stay away from bad. Your teams. team. Don't your me. team is right up there, but go yeah. ahead. <laughs> I mean, the, the obvious is definitely going to be like the Lions and Jaguars. Um, uh, give me one. So I want to go around the table until so somebody gets. One. If you get until we yeah, I'll tell. One. I'll tell you one. Jets, give, give me one, Paul. How uh, Buff, Buffalo? Bucks. Buffalo. Uh, the Bucks. Paul said the Bucks. The Bucks are eighty nine dollars an average ticket. Mary Lenny saying the Lions. The Lions. Mary, Mary, Mary Lenny. Yeah, pretty pretty yeah. obvious. Ninety one dollars average. The Buck. The Buffalo Bills are number one average price. Yeah, Seventy five dollars. The, the stadium. The stadium. Wow. Poop. I'm thinking of stadiums, like uh, bad stadiums. Luby saying the Giants. The Giants were on the most expensive, oh. 115. 115. I was funny. <laughs> uh, there's some good ones on here. Not necessarily the bad teams, guys. Let's see if you can think of some of these. Chargers? Ravens. Chargers, surprisingly, number two, $78. Well, Ravens. they don't even have fans in a stadium. They, How about the Browns? The Browns? Yes, the Browns are $82 a ticket. How about, How about, about the, the Ravens? How about Cardinals, the Ravens? Cis, Cardinals, Ravens? 85. Good one, Ravens. sis. Ravens were just oh. off the board. They, they were oh. around the 100 a ticket. Oh, okay. Uh, who, else, who else in AFC? AFC? We've got four teams left, two playoff teams, and two not so. Bengals. Bengals, $79. Titans. Oh. Mary's also saying the Titans. She's on it. $92. The Those Titans. are the playoff Mary. teams. That girl knows her sports. And two, no, two teams that weren't in the playoff teams. Warm weather teams. The Bucks. Paul said the Bucks. You're Miami. on the right ballpark. Miami, Miami. yep. $84. Oh, the the uh Chargers. Nope. The Jaguars were $80. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a little Briggsy thing. He used to always like to do the so ticket obvious. prices. So I figured uh I'd throw that in there. The Buffalo Bills, Chargers, uh all these playoff teams like Cardinals, $85 for a ticket. Buc Buccaneers, $89 for a Super Bowl team. Yeah. And that's the that's average. Fair. That's not the cheapest ticket. That's right. the average from the highest to the lowest. It, that's why you get so many Giant fans that come down when they play down here because it's cheaper to see a Giants uh, Bucks game down here than, than up in New York. Does uh, anybody oh, have a Kenny, short? Wait a minute, Kenny. I got to read this comment from Mary, sis. You ready? She said, ha ha, I pay a lot for my Steeler tickets, home of the real TB12, meaning Mr. Bradshaw number 12. 
That's good. I like that. Uh, does anybody have a quick 10-minute segment to end the show? or we want I, just, uh... Can I do a would you rather? Yeah, let's do that. You want you down for that, guys? Yeah. Last 10 minutes of the show? All right. All right. Me, not me. I want no part of that. <laughs> you are you are you are up first. You're in the on you're in the uh the uh the batters. If I'm, I'm up first, I'm not in the on deck circle. Wait, would you rather have a Charlie deck. horse or a cramp? <laughs> <laughs> Keith, Who would you rather really, have it massaged be, by Kurt or Kenny? Beeling, you're Beeling, you're so lucky you're on the other side of this computer tonight, my friend. All right, okay. sis. But, sis, would you rather? Listen to the Beatles or the Rolling Stones? That's not even close. The Rolling Stones. I saw them. Okay. <clears throat> excuse me. I saw them in concert. They were unbelievable. Yeah. All right. I saw them six months ago, right? Mick Jagger's still playing. <laughs> you saw you saw them? No, I said he's you I said you probably saw them six months ago. No, he's still I doing I, concerts. Let, let me tell you something. You're laughing. I seen them in their prime in nineteen seventy-three at the garden. <laughs> between that, we were exactly. oh, before we were born which is fine but let me tell you something between them and elton john best concerts i've ever seen in my life i was blessed but go ahead all right donna summer or diana ross no that's not even close donna summer <laughs> bg's or temptations Temptations. Oh, I thought he would have said Bee Gees. That's what I thought too. Stay alive or ain't too proud to beg. Say it again. Staying alive or ain't too proud to beg. Ain't too proud to beg. Staying all alive. Right. That's this, for that's for this fruit question, cakes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I got this question I want I'm gonna ask Staying alive. And Kenny before you answer this. Okay. Okay. If you could pick one of the village people that sis would dress up as, which would it be? <laughs> I don't even know officer? any of the village people. The cop guy. The cop the, guy. The, cop. the police officer. <laughs> I the guess the cop guy, yeah. The construction worker. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the soldier. <laughs> Chief. The biker or the cowboy. The Kirk. biker. The biker. <laughs> I'd like to see Her. sis in the bike outfit. Yeah. Feeling, <laughs> yeah. what would you say? No, the cop. Like, come on. No. All right. All right, sis, you're up. What would you be? What would you uh, be? Let me tell you something. I'm not even getting involved in this. <laughs> you got to answer. That is my answer. I'm not come getting on. involved. The Indian. He's the Indian. Come on, sis. I, I got I, 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 I was the construction it. worker on a cruise talent. Show. I would say the construction worker. Hey. He, he, right. he was the only hey, one that hey, wasn't hey, gay. Hey, sis. Real <laughs> quick. The rest of them were gay. Paul, Paul let, me, let me hop in real quick. Sis, would you rather have Icy Hot or Tiger Bomb? <laughs> Keith is, the hey, truth. by the way, would, Keith is saying cowboy up, sis. <laughs> what what works right. better, Beelin, is Tiger Bomb, if you ever used it. All right, Kurt, you're up next. All right, Aaron Rodgers resigns with the Packers. Would you rather the Broncos trade three first-round picks to Seattle for Russell Wilson or trade two second-round picks to Jimmy Garoppolo? Oh, my God. I, I'm driving to Seattle with an umbrella. I'm going to get Russell Wilson. Jimmy Garoppolo, get out of here. All right, second question would you rather eat 
Jenny Hoops food for a month or eat crumb cake for dessert every night for two weeks and make her angry and upset? Jenny, Jenny Hoops is food for a month. He's lying. He's lying now. <laughs> I know he's lying now. Yep. All right. He knows she's watching. She's not watching. Would you rather make four trips and take eight hours to go to a phone store to purchase a new phone or do a 12-day Aaron Rodgers, I think it's called Pancha Commerce. Cleanse. Cleanse. <laughs> of unwanted waste consisting of therapeutic vomiting. <laughs> I'll stop you right there. I'll take, get, get listen, I'll take yeah. six months going for the, the, the phone. There's no get, shot of doing that. Kurt involved in a cleanse. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sis, before we go, sis, talking about cleanse, you got to tell the story when we, when Paul's done about the soup when you made. Oh, uh, yeah. Let, that, that last, plans, yeah. Last question, Kurt. All right. Aaron Rodgers doesn't resign and demands to be traded to the Broncos immediately. He calls the Broncos' biggest fan, Kurt Valente, and says he needs to have a sign of solidarity from him in order to finalize the trade. He needs Kurt to do a 12-day cleanse every three months or he will not come to Denver. Guys... Kenny, does he do the cleanse? No. <laughs> no, he'll have Jimmy Garoppolo as his quarterback in Bridgewater. Sis? Bridgewater fighting for the job. He, he does, not only does the cleanse, he empties his bank account out and gives it to Aaron Rodgers. Feeling. <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with Sis. Thank you. Thank you. All right. He's going to give up Bella, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even Jen. Jen might be thrown in that. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't play favorites. Oh, yep. All right, oh. Thielen. Would you rather? Oh God. Win back-to-back -back World Series, but the Yankees sign Freddie Freeman, or finish below 500 for the next three years, but Freddie Freeman signs with the Braves for the rest of his career. Nah, I'm taking the World Series. Good job, Bielan. Good job. Good. Um, Charles Oakley said the Greek freak wouldn't have been a would have been a bench player in his time. Do you agree or disagree? Disagree. Yeah. What do you guys think? Disagree. I yeah, think he disagree. could. I think he's one of the players that could have played in the '90s. I think he he fits that mold. I think he'd be all right. Yeah, I think Charles was being Charles there. Yeah. All right, Beelan, would you rather the Jets keep the 10th pick or trade down for more draft capital to help Zach Wilson improve as quarterback? Uh, it depends on who's there, but ideally I'd like them to stick at 10 and, and draft. Okay. Kenny, since Derek Jeter is no longer owner of the Marlins, would you rather he – Become a part owner of the Yankees, become a broadcaster for the Yankees, or manage the Yankees. Part owner of the Yankees. Hey. Would you rather be at Coach K's final home game at Duke or at the NCAA basketball championship game? NCAA basketball championship game. I was, I'm not a Duke fan. What What do you guys think, Kurt? I would be in Duke. That place is going to be nuts. Yeah. 
Yeah. Says. Yeah, I'm with Kurt. I'd be in Duke. Yeah. How about you, Balin? Uh Duke. Yeah, I, I agree. I think so too. Um Kenny, for one playoff game, would you rather have Eli or Phil Sims as your quarterback? Boy, that's tough. I'll go, I'll go Eli. I'll go Eli. Okay. Would you rather have Phil Sims's performance in Super Bowl? Sorry, Kurt. Super Bowl 20. <laughs> 22 out of 25, 268, three TDs, 88% completion, 150 rating, or Walt Frazier's game seven against the Lakers in, in 1970, 36 points, 19 assists. Walt Frazier, because I want to see the Knicks uh, win a championship, so I'll take that performance. If it's a game seven, I'm taking the Knicks. Okay. That's it. Thank you, guys. That was good. That was awesome. Uh, real quick, does anybody know how much the uh, cheapest tickets in Duke are going for? Three thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, uh, three thousand. And wow. the most expensive seventy five. And it's and it's standing. That. And it's standing. Yeah. Alabama's basketball team got housed. Got housed tonight. Oof. All right. Here's my here's my last question for you right now. Okay. This is my last one, and then Kenny, you, we can wrap it up. But right. I'll start with Paul. Are you going to watch the Duke Carolina game at all Saturday night? I'm going to. All right. Yeah. Will you stand up and will you stand up and give a clap during that game when they when they introduce him for the final time? I may not stand up, but I certainly will applaud and appreciate what his career has been. Mr. Sis, you watching the game Saturday night? Yep, I'm going to stand up my hand and do about ten push-ups, then do a backflip. <laughs> You do won't clap more... for Coach Cases? No, then do 10 more push-ups on my back and then get up and, <laughs> and I'll leave He's going to do 10 push-ups on his back? 10 push-ups. Mr. Beelan, will you be watching upside that? Upside down, wise guy. Beelan, will you watch it Saturday? Uh, I'm not going to watch the beginning of it, but I want to watch at the end when he wins and what they do. Okay. Will you stand up and clap while you're watching it? Uh, I'm not a really clapper, no. Okay. No, I will not be watching. I will not be watching it. For Christmas, I was given comedy club tickets for a comedy club up in Baltimore area, and we have to use them by Saturday. You should sell them and make money. (laughs) We're gonna go see a comedian that's usually on that's a regular on the Howard Stern show. So I'll be up. up Who's that? Uh, Greg Fitzsimmons. Oh, up, yeah, boy. I know him. Funny. All right. Mr. Kirkpatrick, well, you got he, it. Find he's related thoughts. to Paul, I think, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kurt, what are you going to be doing for the game? Excuse me. Uh, what are you gonna I, be doing me and Jen are going to watch it. We got, we, uh, later on, we got my uh, my nephew, actually, both their birthday parties. We never did it for Joe, so Xavier's birthday by my parents, so we'll go there. But we'll watch the, uh, we're going to watch, we'll, well, we'll be there for the beginning. All, all joking aside, I'll DVR it and, and watch, you yeah. know, flip through to, you know, watch some of it through through DVR so I can at least see how the uh, atmosphere was and, and stuff like that. All right. Kenny, go ahead. You got the, you throw around the final thoughts. Let's go to, uh, let's give, uh, let's give you the first final thought, Kurt. 
All right, my final thought, I'm going to go with, uh, listen, I'm pumped up. I mean, I got, you know, this last weekend is uh, college basketball last weekend. And then, hey, conference tournaments, like Beelan said, it's a little appetizer to the real thing. I love March Madness. I think it's awesome. I'm, uh, I'm super pumped, but I'm pumped to watch this Big East tournament. Hopefully my Johnny's with another big win over Xavier tonight. Hopefully they can make a little run, sis. You're seeing Hall uh, just beat Georgetown by five. Um, Thank you. Um, and uh, so I'm excited about that, and I'm excited about football, man. All these rumors, what's going to happen before the draft with the, you know, the, what is it, March 14th, they can start talking free agencies. You're going to have trades. Who the hell knows what's going on with Rodgers and Watson and Wilson. So I'm just pumped up because we need a friggin' new quarterback. So I'm pumped up. I'm going to go next, and so I'm going to change the order up. We'll give somebody who usually doesn't get the final word. We'll give them the final word tonight. Uh, baseball, disappointing. You know, we didn't talk about it, and I don't want to. We brought it up briefly, but baseball doesn't deserve our talk right now, and we're just going to leave it like that. But uh, they may make this USFL – Make people watch the USFL. It's going to be something to watch mm. in the springtime. And, you know, the USFL may may benefit from this. But uh, I'm going to follow the independent leagues. There's a team locally here. They play the Somerset Patriots, Kurt, the Southern Maryland Blue Crabs. Okay. I'm, I'm going to follow them a little bit and uh, go to a couple games for like $15, $20. And, you know, have, have, have hot dog here and there and – it's a night out, you know, I'm going to yeah. do that. It's about, about 20 minutes away from here. I'm going to go to a couple games this year and uh, follow them and support them. Uh, let's go to Sis. Yep. My boys are in the tournament. Thank God. And uh, good show tonight. A lot of busts and chops like we always do. And looking forward to tomorrow night to our Wits and Wages show. Absolutely. And to echo off Sis one more thing, I Wits and Wages tomorrow, but I don't know if you guys all like this kind of format when the off weeks, but I kind of like it. It keeps us on our toes too, where we don't really mm -hmm. know what the other person's going to be talking about or bringing up. And it just shows how knowledgeable we all are. And like Sis said, busting chops here and there. We keep it yep. some Having fun little fun. topics. So Having I fun. Yep. Enjoyed it. Uh, Bielan, you're up. Yeah, man. And like, like, uh, like Kurt said, it's another exciting time of the year. You got uh, free agency for NFL the drafts coming up. I, I do. I love mock drafts. I'm big on all that type of stuff. Uh, March Madness right around the corner. Like I said, with the preview of all these, uh, you know, Big East tournament and all the other stuff going on. Um, and listen, I know we didn't talk about MLB, but I am very, very, very disappointed. They are a bunch of selfish a-holes. Yep. Um, and yep. it's, it's just mind-boggling how you're in florida for 10 days and then you finally bring up negotiations that really broke everything two days prior to everybody leaving mm -hmm. it's my you had you had like almost a whole year to do this and it's just mind-boggling yep. so you know hopefully it doesn't hopefully it doesn't go in too too long but uh i want baseball back man i'm i, I need it back it's my thing so I know leagues, independent leagues. And real so. quick, Kenny, a couple comments. Keith totally yeah. agrees with Beelan saying the MLB owners don't deserve the time on your show. I'll no, agree with that. They don't. They and don't. and they Breslin don't. and Coach Breslin saying, good show. He's calling this show oh. the night of the cramp. And and <laughs> the, 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 the hashtag the cramp show. The cramp show. <laughs> I like but but add, to add one more thing, Manfred, the worst commissioner in all sports yeah. history. 
Mm. I don't care. Yep. He doesn't even give an he's answer terrible. at the at the he's at the press conference. He's terrible. Yep. He's All right, fellas. Mr. Rosen gets the final thoughts. You're leaving Thank before you. Rosen's final thoughts, sis. <laughs> yeah, a fun show, great show. Uh, I'm not speaking to sis anymore. So, oh, um, you know, you're, you're going to be deleted off Facebook. After the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to spend much time about baseball, but I read an article before I, we came on and Manfred talked about the fans. They don't give a you know what about the fans. And that's the problem. All they care about is, you know, how many millions of the, the, the money and the greed. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's it. And it's unfortunate, really. Yep. 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 Out of every like Bieland just said. I think baseball more than almost every other sport, there's there's a loyalty to baseball that's been there. Because I think, you know, when we were younger, that's what we first started playing and and, yep. and, and watched Absolutely. and stuff. Yep. So yep. That, that's yep. that's the sad part about it. Good point, Paul. Yeah. But in, in terms of everything else, you know, the, the with the tournament tournaments <clears throat> coming, it's gonna be exciting. Yeah. Um, combine this week, things will come out. Obviously, uh, the Giants and almost every other team will be making some very difficult decisions, and it should be interesting to see what uh, what's going to come about. But you know what? It's a new beginning as, as far as the Giants are concerned. Clearly, uh, you know, you, your guys are obviously going to make some hard decisions over the next week or two also. So um, we're, we're, it's, it's an exciting time. Never yep. yep. All right, everybody. Hurt. I think that's a wrap. Yeah. Uh, we will see everybody yeah. tomorrow. And then next week, Wednesday, we will be back here for K and K. Sounds good. Have a good Fantastic. night, everybody.